Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. And a new subject for me, uh, well I say it's an old subject, but a new form of that subject. We're going to be talking golf now and speed golf in fact. And when you think of golf, you might think of driving your ball down the fairway before either casually walking after it or hopping into your cart, as I do, to chase it and set up for the next shot. Depending on how you go, it could be a leisurely time on the greens, but that's not the case if you are playing speed golf. So over the weekend, New Zealand's Speed Golf Open was held at the Fitzroy Golf Club in New Plymouth. James Reid uh, was on, uh, the, man, the men's champion was on with Izzy and Kempe on the brekkie show this morning. Uh, but uh, our next guest, of course, won the women's side of things and has done it for four years. The four years she's tried, the four years she's won. She is an amazing champion and it's very good morning to Liz McKinnon. Hi, good morning Smithy. How are you? Oh, well, I'm cool. I'm, I'm tired thinking about talking about this to be <laughs> fair but I'm going to try and educate myself a wee bit here Liz as, as well as everyone that's listening in here. So four from sure. four as the national speed golf champion. Tell us, please. Oh, a little bit uh, more than that, actually. I've been playing for the last eight years, but, um, sorry, eight for eight. <laughs> well, not quite. Seven oh, eight, eight for eight. So, yeah, almost. Oh, so sorry, there was, was one year it. I was overseas and unable to play, so um, I didn't compete oh. one year. But every year I've competed. Oh. Yeah, but that's okay. It's all good. I'm not going to fight those no, details. No, no. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just getting my information um, off a source that gave me four from four, but that's... That's fine. Uh, when I read it this morning, so seven from eight. We'll give you the eight because you obviously would have won it if you were home. So, how does, how does it how does it work? How does it work? Yeah, um, like uh, normal golf. I actually call normal golf slow golf in our family. It's what it's called. There's slow golf and fast golf in our family. Um, so it is about getting the ball in the hole and the least number of shots. But with ski, speed golf, it's about how quickly can you do that. Um, and if you're Jamie Reid, as uh, the best in the world, you can do that in, in around 30 minutes. But um, speed golf could also be golf at pace. So if you're not as a greater a runner as, as Jamie, you know, it could be going around 18 holes in, in around two hours. You know, we'd call that speed golf as well. Okay, so how good a golfer are you in terms of slow golf? <laughs> um, I, I've played on the Ladies' European Tour for uh, four years, um, over, over 13 years ago. Um, so I did reach a, a high level, so my golf's at a good standard. Um, in terms of my running, I'm not at, at, at Jamie's level, so he went around exactly the same course as I did. He went around in 31 minutes, whereas I went around in um, 51, 52 minutes. So um, golf is my strength, not my running, but, you know, pretty fit too. Okay, um, so let's let's get into uh, the practical side of how you prepare for a, an Open uh, in this respect. I mean, I envisage mm. you running around a golf course quickly, playing golf quickly as practice, but it's not always practical when you look at the way golf is played in terms of slow golf, I mean, you just couldn't do that. So when, how do you prepare? Yeah, true. So the easiest times um, are in the morning before the normal field of, 
a play start. So getting out there early, getting approval from the, the greenkeeper so you don't get in their way for, for prepping. But that's a nicest. Like, there's nothing better than there's nobody else in the golf course and you. Like, that's, that's cool. The other times are near the end of the day um, as the sun's setting and there's less golfers out there while they're all starting to head in because it's getting a bit dark. Um, you know, if you can go around nine holes and in, in, in 30 minutes as they're starting to head in, you can um, go out and, and play a few holes. Uh, also, some of those sort of smaller country courses have a little bit more availability, um, a bit harder in Auckland with the increase in membership and rounds played, but the mornings, that's the key time. You'd have to hit it pretty straight. I mean, you ha- uh, as you say, you're, you've been a, a terrific golfer over the years, but you'd have to be a pretty good golfer because if you don't hit it straight, it's going to take a lot longer, surely. Yeah, sure. The straighter you hit it, um, the other thing too is not hitting it too long, you know, because then you're duplicating up a, a bit of extra running distance. So there's a little bit of gameplay, a little bit of smarts that are, are needed. Um, but I guess there's, there's different levels here. You know, at the National Speed Golf, there are sort of the country's best speed golfers and in some cases the, the world's best. We also had Rob Hogan over from Ireland. So, But, you know, anybody can do speed golf or sometimes it can be called golf at, at pace. Um, so by taking only a, a couple of clubs, you can take one. You know, there were some people over the weekend that only took like a six iron or seven iron. They were playing everything with that one club. Um, you know, golf is traditionally played with up to 14 clubs and, and speed golf just challenges that mindset by, hey, just take a few less. I, I usually take four clubs um, and it mm. increases your creativity and, and enjoyment. It, it makes it a lot less confusing, a lot, um, you know, you don't have to think too hard about your club. You're just getting up to the ball, you know, you know what club it is and, and hitting the shots. There's a, a lot of greater enjoyment, I think. Okay, so uh, you look at the, the club selection that you make. You, you take four golf clubs, right? So what are the four you, yep. you rely on? Uh, three woods simply because I don't have to tee up my driver and I can play it off the fairway as well as the, the tee. So three wood, usually six iron, that usually sort of gets the longer par threes. Nine iron, um, it's enough loft there to get out of bunkers and to sort of chip and pitch with. And then my putter. So some golfers like, like Jamie, he doesn't take a putter, um, whereas for me it's my strength. Um, so, yeah, I, I keep putter in my, in my bag. Okay, let's look at uh, your two uh, performances over the weekend. Uh, on the first day, you shot 70, first round, 74, and 52 minutes and 54 seconds for a combined score of 126.54. How does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yep, 74 shots, and it just took me, uh, what did you say, 51, 52 minutes, and then it adds it, yeah. adds it up. Um, as we sort of know, Jamie had the unofficial uh, best score over the weekend in the world uh, of 100, which was uh, amazing. Um, I've also set um, a best score record for the women's game at 121 total. Um, played that a couple of years ago at Tahara at uh, Taupo shooting um, 72 and 49 minutes. So I was kind of looking at trying to break that one two one um didn't quite have the fitness like a, a few people these last couple of months have been a little bit sick and i uh, didn't have the fitness where i wanted to so i was quite happy with a, a one two six um effort but it didn't break any um official or unofficial records 
So Liz, uh, we're talking to Liz McKinnon, by the way, folks, uh, absolute champion at speed golf uh, controls, absolutely dominates the women's side of things. Uh, Liz, in terms of uh, the course set up, uh, we're used to, uh, when we play slow golf, looking at uh, the way our course is set up with black tees, uh, yellow tees, etc. What about the distances men compared to women? Yeah, really good point. Um, <laughs> oh, you're going to get me going on this one. Um, there's a lot more, I guess, speed golf's are not been around as long as uh, as traditional golf. So there's some rules around that are quite clear around the men's game. So they know that for it to be an official world record, the course playing length needs to be a minimum of 6,000 yards. Now, officially for women, they don't have those same guidelines. Um, in my own sort of research, my own thoughts was that it should be a minimum of around 5,000 yards. So every um, event that I've played in always meets that. Um, over the weekend, um, there was three women in the field and we played the same length course as the men simply because uh, for safety, just the way the course layout was, um, it was really nice to be able to directly compare our own performances to the men. But usually in speed golf, like traditional golf, we tend to play slightly shorter courses. And I think that's quite important because we're taking uh, less clubs. Um, and so therefore that difference in distance um, between a women's game and a men game, men's game can actually start to um, be a bit greater when you're reducing the number of clubs that you have. Does that answer? Liz, that how often did you play? Yeah, yeah, it does actually. Uh, how often have you played Fitzroy? Uh, that, that was my first time. Um, never laid eyes on the course really, so um, it did sort of play into it. Um, I think it's really important when you've only got a, a couple of, of clubs in your hands that you really know that the green layouts, you know, the best place to land the ball and where not to. Um, that's a really important that strategy side of it and that's something that I didn't really have that that knowledge so the event is going to be run at Fitzroy again next year so um, I'll hope to get down there and, and get a couple more rounds under my belt and um, try to challenge the the, um, the world record that I have. Say you snap hook one which I, I doubt you don't doubt you do very often but say you sn- <laughs> oh, no, snap hook one over a fence <laughs> <laughs> you hit one over a fence or you hit one in in deep rough or something, and particularly when you don't know the course very well, um, mm. you just haven't got time to, to to jump the fence and get it back or or look for it. Is it? How many golf balls do you carry around with you then? Because if you ran out, you'd be yeah. you'd be no good. <laughs> yeah, correct. So um, the change in the uh, RNA rules of golf actually has moved a bit more in favour to to speed golf rules. So there can be local rules in traditional golf that if you lose your ball to help speed up play, you can um, drop it near where you where you lost it. So. Um, but that's for a two-shot penalty. In speed golf, it's only a one-shot penalty. Um, so when one minute is equivalent to one shot, you've really got to balance up how long you start looking for the ball. So a lot of people, you know, 30 seconds in speed golf feels like it's eternity. Um, so you're really balancing up how long you're going to start looking for the ball and just taking the one-shot penalty, putting one down where you believe it crossed over that fence or where you believe it finished up and playing from there. So it's a great rule to just sort of keep things moving and putting the penalty in in perspective. Liz, when you look at most endurance races, uh, it gets harder, you know, the closer to the finish you get, by and large, it gets harder. 
because your energy levels run out, your breath runs out, etc. Your lungs are really starting to burn. Is that the same in speed golf? I mean, when it comes to that, sometimes concentration uh, is a real big factor in, in, in whatever you're performing. Do you find that in speed golf? Um, it, it can be depending on um, like the terrain, if there's the starts to really get hilly towards the end. Essentially, you know, you're performing or executing a skill, especially what can be harder is actually your fine motor skills, like your passing and your chipping. And so when your heart rate's up, that can be harder. So what you're wanting to be able to do is be fit enough or run at a pace that you can try to keep your heart rate fairly consistent and sort of below sort of a, a threshold. So for me, ideally, I want to keep it in around the, the 160s where I know that I can concentrate um, and execute a shot well. If it gets um, up because you're running uphill or had you know quite an elevation change, then and I know it's up. I may need to take a couple of seconds longer over the ball um, and try to drop that heart rate really quickly to to execute it. But yeah, you know sometimes in competition you push it harder. And therefore, you need to sort of train to the fact that you may get your heart rate up a lot higher and need to be able to execute, you know, think and execute. Two things, Liz. How big is this around the world? And if I want to play domestically in New Zealand, how do I go about it? I mean, I'm a member of Bridge Par Golf Club in Hastings, but I, I haven't seen anything on the notice boards or anything about speed golf. How do I find out about it? How do I get into it? And what are the possibilities like worldwide? Yeah, sure. Um, it is definitely a in its infancy. It's um, starting to to grow worldwide. There are a number of speed golf communities around New Zealand. So, looking on the Facebook page, um, none that I know of in your area there. But you know, Taranaki, Manawatu, Wanganui, uh, Wellington. Um, there's a New Zealand speed golf uh, Facebook page. There's a few. Um, um, speed golf discussion pages on Facebook. They're sort of great places to start to connect in with the community um, to know more about, you know, sort of what clubs and, and how to go about it. But uh, you're, you're right, you probably wouldn't find information on um, the golf club board about it. But I think um, reaching out to the community, going to your club and going, hey, this is what I'm wanting to do. I'm wanting to play golf at pace. I'm wanting to run around. You know, the mornings is a time that I'm wanting to do it. When would suit the the club? Um, and so a lot of courses are really open to that because it, it, it's dead time. There's no one playing there. So if they can get people out, out playing at, at those times, and it's a, a win-win for the game. Just one thing I've thought of, actually, while, while we've been talking here is um, how do, I mean, you're the quickest, so I would imagine you're like the number one seed. Do you tee off before the other ladies? In other words, you don't have to pass them? Is it, is it structured on time? In other words, because if you had to pass people, then you generally might have to wait, and that would affect your time. Logistically, how does it work? Yeah, correct. So, um, say for example, on Saturday, round one, Jamie Reid, you know, the fastest, he was off first. And then six minutes later, that doesn't seem like much of a gap, but, you know, that's a couple of holes. The next fastest goes out um, and it goes down the order like that. So, um, as such, um, sometimes you do get a little bit of overtaking, but I, ideally, if everyone's sort of running time and, and past results are sort of accurately recorded, um, then, you know, with the best planning, that there shouldn't be any, and then there's those gaps in time. So, yep, fastest out first. 
Um, but I should also say, too, as much as the competitions are done individually, it's something that's really social to do, you know, with a friend. So, Smith, if you're going to give it a go, you know, go out with a mate, um, you know, uh, it doesn't have to be going as fast as you can, you know, going for a jog and you can go enjoy it uh, with your mate. I quite often do it with, with a, a friend um, and it can still be social. Just be careful of, you know, where everyone's balls are going, but you can, can still really enjoy it with a friend. Liz McKinnon, it's been absolute joy talking to you and being educated by you. I've heard of it. I've seen it done uh, briefly on television in a news clip I think I, I saw at one point. But now that I know a lot more about it, thanks to you, I'm going to be a lot more interested yep. in it. So that's fascinating. Yeah, cool. uh, I mean, you can I, I never have golf. a bad round of speed golf. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. never have it. No. Well, if, if you do, it no. doesn't last long anyway, does it? So, and yeah, so correct. that's the best the part about it. of the run. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seven cool. out of eight times would have won the eighth as well. That's uh, New Zealand champion, outright champion, world champion, uh, Liz McKinnon. Uh, thank you very much for your time this morning. Been fun chatting. You're welcome. Thanks, Smithy. See you later. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.